Things are going to start happening to me now. You've done all the reading. You're a scholar. You're a professor. You've done all the reading. You've done the intellectual heavy lifting. Or less, eat shit and die. You wouldn't know a fact if it begged you all night long. want to, like, um, you know, give the wrong impression because I am... I, I am very high. Fucking ran up behind him with a hatchet. Smash, smash, smash. Yeah, care. I'm a libertarian. What I'm getting is. Did why? you vote for Judge Jorgensen or Trump? Who? Judge Jorgensen. That was the perfect answer. Thank you. <laughs> that was Hello. This is Tyler. What are we doing here? We are watching The Watcher. I've got my eyes on you, Mark Claire. Man, you are in for it today. Are you? Eh, probably not. This is a Libertarian podcast review or just pod review. If the Libertarian part turns you off, join the club. This is Tyler Yonke. It's episode, I think, 42 and came on my radar. Lions of Liberty, Mark Claire, the Mark Claire, who, by the way, I've done a, a full extensive uh, review of his uh, Lions of Liberty he, with uh, Brian McWilliams, John Odermott, um, their whole thing, talked about it. I played clips from episode one through wherever it was last year at some point. Um, pretty extensive uh, little breakdown of their show. And uh, I, please, I'll put that in the, the description if you want to go check it out. Mark Claire, it's been a great uh, man in the Liberty Movement. Um, Brian McWilliams actually is part of the Mises Caucus, and he's a delegate. So um, this has to do with that. Mark Claire puts out a, a podcast, episode number 584, The Watcher Addresses the Mises Caucus. I'm watching The Watcher. Who's watching The Watcher? Well, I'm going to watch The Watcher. And I listened to him because this one was not on video. So Mark puts this out and I'm like, okay, very interesting. You know, we've had a few people really have resounding um, critiques of the uh, the Mises Caucus. Some of those I don't care so much about because they're really not that important or they're not really doing much about it. Then there's other ones you do, which are, you know, Pete, maybe Tho, um, and, and Brakey. Uh, and now, and Mark Claire's actually had some and he talks about those in here as well. Uh, so are these a valid What's the thing? And, and I'm like, I'm ready for this. I want to listen to it. And so I sat down. Well, I was actually driving to work when I started it, finished it off today. What does it mean to us? And what are the seminal parts of there? And what are the big arguments? What did Mark really, what is he so upset about? Well, we got there. But before we do that, I just thought I would I would play. Because look, some of the other criticisms that come in, and, and Mark's criticism actually means something. I'm, I'm part of the Mises Caucus. I'm going to be a delegate. <clears throat> I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, Mark might say, because he's got some contention here, what are you doing with your life, Tyler? Why are you wasting your time? This is as someone, Mark has two podcasts. I don't, are those are those making you independently uh, wealthy? I don't know. Do you got time to talk about uh, cartoons or, or what is it? Uh, I don't know. Those magazine things, um, the Liberty stuff here that you've got with your podcast. So you're taking time to do that. Uh, me too. But I'm I'm also I, I I've been with you. I'm with you on this, Mark, and I've been preparing it. Um, and so there's some valid points, and I think um, the the idea of not being a cult that he actually took on there as well. It's important to take on criticism and to, to understand that and to, to what do we have here. But I'm not going to necessarily argue too much. I'm going to go back and forth on a few things here. I'm going to play you some of the clips of what he had and break it down. And I'm going to, some of it might be a little critical to you, Mark, to begin with, but I, uh, I appreciate it. I worked my way through it two times. So I think I got a little bit of perspective. But before we do that, I thought it'd be important here because this is the, some of the other criticisms. And maybe I thought, maybe this is what Mark's going to take on because I didn't know what he actually he was um, going to be talking about. So this was Martha Bueno. Maybe you've seen her before. <clears throat> and she she had an issue with the Mises Caucus. And she goes, uh, she posted this on uh, U, uh, LP 2022 Delegates, Uncensored, Unmoderated. So evidently she's a delegate, uh, which is kind of interesting because we talk about this. And this, this kind of relates to uh, Mark's thing here too, because he's posting in a group Facebook group that he's really not a member of, and I don't know if she's a member of the LP. She says she's not here anymore. The Mises cult strikes again as a candidate running for local office and with high probability of winning. Okay. I'm surprised how much time this loser brigade spends trying to tear me down more than my opponent does by a long shot. Okay. So maybe your opponent doesn't actually 
think you're going to be uh, a possibility of winning. Probability, probability of winning. Uh, not possibility, probability. Okay. Um, I left the LP. Okay, so you left the LP. So is she actually a delegate? Because I'm not going to spend my time and money on a cause I don't agree with. I will always be a libertarian and work towards freedom, but leave me out of this takeover cult BS and maybe encourage the loser brigade to work on something other than antagonizing people. She's trying to take over uh, the loser brigade uh, concept, concept there because that's what uh, Tom Woods called those uh, kind of on her side. Uh, for context, I had a feral cat come into my home, <laughs> scratch my son and bite me. Jesus, where do you live? In an ambulance of ca- an abundance of caution because rabies is deadly, I am being treated for rabies so far capitalized. Uh, so far, I had nine shots. I have. Uh, I must be seen at urgent care centers, and they have a mask policy. No mask equals no service. It's a private hospital, bro. I put that in. And I will abide by the rules in order to have seen, uh, to be seen and save my life. If that's wrong, I don't care to be right. So uh, Nofer here responded, why are you muzzling your face? Do you have rabies? I made a comment here, which she doesn't include, but she clues my face there, at least to give a little shout out to the pod review. Um, and I just said, look, in this case, um, she's protecting us or something like that. It's for your, it's for our benefit. Um, and then it goes back and forth, and, and he actually makes a comment here. He goes, uh, not to mention you're supporting the COVID regime that has terrorized us for nearly two years, destroyed the economy, not to mention the disastrous effect masking has on our kids, resulting in 20 IQ point declines, blah, blah, blah. And anyway, so she goes, by, and, and, and here's my point on this, um, which is, um, there's only one major cult, and this goes to what Mark's been talking about too. There's only one major cult in this U.S., which is the masking cult, okay? And she is properly displaying their uh, religious uh, item here, which is the mask. And um, no one forced her to take this picture with a low-cut <laughs> top on uh, getting her her um, rabies shots. No one forced her to post this. No one forced her to take it. And that's my point. I've had to wear the mask multiple places, courtrooms. They have made me do it. I do it. What I don't do is get pictures taken and post them on there. She's normalizing this process. And I think Nofer was exactly right. And the people that are taking her shots on, uh, too bad. So um, that's the kind of criticism of the Mises cult that I think is uh, not um, healthy or, or legit in a sense. But as Mark Clare's, the Mark Clare. Okay, so let's go right to his uh, podcast. He did an episode here. It was not. He said he did a live stream of this at yeah, three in the morning or so. <clears throat> and some people are saying, some people, people out there, Mark, are saying you were drunk. Um, I don't think he was drunk. And I think uh, when we come back to this, we'll be able to uh, indicate that. But what I am going to uh, check out here is let's just get to his beginning. What is this about his intro as to what he did it uh, played away? Friends, happy Monday and welcome back to what I'm going to call a very special episode of Lions of Liberty. I think that's the best way to put it. This is going to be a very different episode than you normally get. And I mean, very different. Uh, Almost always. I think I've done two shows ever where it was just me talking. But this is going to be one of those shows. This is not my original plan for today. Originally, and still, my guest was going to and has been and was since we already recorded it. A guy named Brett Lindell. Awesome guy. Awesome guy who let me crash at his place in uh, Florida a few weeks ago. Very grateful. We had a great conversation. Uh, so much so that I wanted to bring that conversation to you guys. I already talked to Brett. He's cool. He knows that I'm moving this conversation to next week. And I think it's actually going to be a very relevant follow up to a lot of what you're going to hear today. Um, but just to set this up last night, and I, I say this on Sunday night here, right before I release this on Monday, I recorded a live stream only for patrons. I thought about going publicly live, but I didn't because I just wasn't sure what I was going to say or how I was going to come across. And I will admit there are times during this live stream. I don't come across as my best a few times, like a couple times, but it's me. It's real. It's as real as I've ever been. Uh, it's as truthful and honest and open as I've ever been on a podcast anywhere. And I think it's important that I share it with you. And I don't think I need to set it up too much because I pretty much set it up in the live stream itself. But essentially what I wanted to do was lay out, which I didn't end up exactly doing the way I first envisioned, but I, I wanted to address why I had been critical of the Mises caucus and, and that particular strategy when asked why I don't think it's a good path for most people. And it has upset some people, some of which I consider friends, um, but I don't attack anybody personally. I've never attacked anyone personally. In this episode, maybe I do, <laughs> but I think it's deserved. So it is what it is. For the most part, I don't attack anybody personally ever. Um, and I don't take politics personally, but I do, I do take personal things personally. <laughs> so, but I think it's really important that I got my, I got this off my chest and I got my feelings out there and I responded to comments, many of which were well thought out and reasoned, some, some of which were not. 
Um, but I, you know, I had a lot of things that have, that have been in here for a while and I, I feel great. I feel like I exercised a demon last night. So I think it's appropriate to share with you guys the live stream I did for patrons the other night. There will be no video of this episode. There was a video, but uh, I'm in an Airbnb. I have terrible lighting and my camera doesn't work. My regular camera. So I only had the shitty computer camera. So yeah, the video is garbage. If you want to join the video, you can join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Lions Liberty for as little as $5 a month. You can access all my, it wasn't a drunk live stream. I did. I did have three drinks prior to it. But as I say in the live stream, I'm a 41 year old man with a decent tolerance. So I was not drunk, but I was a little tipsy. I think that's fair. But um, yeah, I don't think I need to say much else. I think we should just get ready to roar. What do you think? And there we go. We're going to start. Okay. So uh, I watched this. And by the way, Mark, uh, you should put it on a video. Um, best hair in the business. So I would have appreciated that. But I understand uh, the, if the lighting's not right, uh, we, we don't want the main necessarily displayed incorrectly. So Mark starts out. And um, I'm going to punish him just a tad bit here, Mark, um, just uh, because I watched this and I may have yelled at you a few times. And I'll, and I'll get to, to what it is. So uh, we're going to jump in here. That's first four minutes. He's just breaking down. Because and by the way, I'm going to run this, you know, a little bit faster speed. And part of the reason I do this at faster speed is so that when we're, um, when I'm getting through this, I could actually get through your show. It doesn't take too long. So not, not you, Mark, specifically, as if he's even listening to this, um, but the, these shows in general. So if it makes you sound a little bit quicker on the draw, that's perfectly fine. Uh, we're not bench barrels here, so we don't all have to need to talk super fast, and so this will be just fine. Um, Mark Claire, five minutes in. Okay, Mark, what is this? He's going to get to it, and what is this about? Not. Because why not? Because it's in me, and I'm ready for it to flow out. Over the past, I don't know, six to eight months or so, there have been a few moments where I've been on podcasts. Usually not my own. I think there's only been maybe one or two times on the podcast where I've spoken myself because for anyone who's been following Lions of Liberty, the Lions of Liberty podcast since the beginning, the show for a long time anyway, for most of its time was not about me. It's always about my guests. It's always, I was about the debates I was hosting. Um, I never really tried to make it about me, which is actually a mistake. It's actually the opposite of what I currently advise my podcasting consulting clients to do. You have to make a show about yourself. It has to be about yourself because what else is unique about it? Nothing. Okay, so we'll just keep what well, we didn't quite get what it was about there. Let's try the next we're a few more minutes in. Uh, okay. We're going to jump right to to what's that about? Uh, what is the show? What is his problem with the Meacox? Mark, take it away. Anybody else? But. Okay, so let me just start from the beginning. Because this, this message is mostly for the Mises Caucus, people that are involved with the Mises Caucus. There are a ton of you. There are thousands of you. So I just want to take everything back to the very beginning and then we'll see where things go. I think I just realized I didn't fully finish sending the link to my patrons. So since I'm already live, let me Okay. Well, we'll try skipping forward here about another two minutes. Maybe, maybe Mark's uh, my own life has changed and get so us to the point on this one. Um, sorry, not going to bring all these up at once which I, I have done and actually it works perfectly fine. I don't know why I didn't do it today. Uh, nine, nine minutes, 20 seconds in, um, anyways, like I'm, I'm not even remotely the same person I was in 2017, 2018, 2019. I've changed a lot. I'm at the love of my life. I got married. I have a stepson. I have a family to care for. I know for a lot of you, you know, you've had that since your twenties or something. And I love and respect that. Like I, I, I think I threw away a lot of my twenties just kind of being a degenerate. A lot of my thirties, to be honest, I'm a 41 year old man. I throw away a lot of, I shouldn't say throw away, you know, I had a lot of good times, a lot of bad times like anybody else, but I, you know, I, I didn't embrace, um, what being a man is to be honest, being a man, having a family, taking care of somebody, having a wife. I was somewhat of a degenerate, you could say at times for sure. Um, so the reason I'm doing this is not to win everybody over. It is not to impress anybody. In fact, I think most people watching this or listening to this won't give a shit or will write me off, and that's fine. I'm okay with that. I'm not trying to reach all of you. I'm trying to reach some of you. I think I'm looking, I'm looking where my camera used to be, and, I'm, and I should be looking where my camera is. Um, I'm trying to reach some of you. So it's okay. You can turn this off right now if you're already like, whatever, I don't care about what this guy's saying. Fine, turn it off. Like People complain about, you're, you're saying this, you're doing that. Turn it off. Block me. Don't, don't watch me. It's fine. I'm not trying to reach you then. No worries. But for some of you... Even if there's one or two of you, I would be happy to do this for one or two of you. I really mean that. Because I kind of wish someone did this for me a while ago, to be honest. Um, but I, I've had a lot of thoughts about this movement, about where things are going, about what people should do. And yes, I, you know, who am I? Who am I? I'm some fucking guy. 
I'm some 41 year old guy who's been around for 41 years, almost 42. What do I know? I, I don't know that much, to be honest. Okay, uh, Mark. So going, we didn't find out what the the po- problem with the Mises caucus is yet, but we'll we'll, we'll get there. I, I do promise that. Um, but I did love that part about Mark one talking about family. I've I've gone through those things. You're married, had kids, divorced, kind of gone through a, a really <laughs> degenerate period, fun but degenerate. Found the the love of my life, two extra kids, and just love life that I have now. And I, what he's saying speaks to me. Um, but I feel like the liberty movement, because my wife is libertarian too, and so we've kind of grown in this, this together. And that lifestyle and that, and that thought process has actually built things stronger. I mean, now I realize that uh, my sons can sell drugs and my daughters can sell their bodies. I wouldn't have known that as a lib- before I was a libertarian. Okay, well, maybe not that part. Um, so, but the last part too, where he's going to, you know, this is kind of, and, 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 and I don't know which side actually it is. So this is kind of an open-ended thing, but it reminds me of the atheist and the Christian thing, right? I mean, is Mark the Christian trying to preach and evangelize to the atheist? Or is he the atheist that's um, annoyed and constantly bothering the Christian that your point of view is ridiculous and it's a waste of time and you have the spaghetti God in the sky? And I don't know, I've thought about when I first listened to it, because I'm on the other side, I'm like, oh, he's that annoying atheist that's just really concerned about what my life is. And uh, he needs to just get his own fucking life and deal with it. The more I started thinking about it, I'm like, well, I don't know, let's let's take market uh, sincerity, right? What if he's the evangelist telling me I'm, he's trying to save me? And he he's saying, you're going down the wrong path. So um, I'm not going to just just discount everything he has to say here because um, I got to take these things in stride too. I do believe that being part of the liberty movement um, is is not a waste of my time. I've got money. I've got uh, connections. And we'll get to that a little bit later uh, on some of these other things. But um, so I, I think that some of it, what I think of the mark, but I, I, I just saying on the, on the atheist libertarian or the atheist religious side, um, I don't know which side Mark's on actually. Um, and I don't actually know which side I'm on. I think, you know, we all think we're on, on the righteous and the good and, and narrow. Um, but maybe maybe he's got the points of view here that should be listened to and that uh, I am incorrect. So I'm totally willing to to give him that kind of point of view. Okay, so who is he reaching and why? We just talked about that. Okay, we're finally going to get into it. I think uh, we're 12 minutes in. Um, Mark's going to tell us what his problem is with the Mises Caucus and what uh, the impetus is. Don't worry, or is he, Mark? But I, I did, there are things I just need to get out. Okay. And I don't see the need to wait, to be honest. So... We'll start from the beginning. You know, this ultimately comes down to things I've said, I guess, about the Mises Caucus. And I say Mises Caucus. There's thousands of people involved. And they're all individuals, all right? I'm not a collectivist here. Um, and I guess I'll start at the beginning. <laughs> I was born on August 7th, 1980. Now, I'll start at the, the beginning goodness. of my experience with the Mises Caucus is that around... I think it was maybe 2017 might've been just after 2016 when Michael Heiss formed the caucus, he came on the Tom Woods show, um, Dave Smith show, had him on my show. And I really loved the idea. Um, why? Because I was, cause I'm the same as you guys, you know, like I was a Ron Paul kid. Like I, I was reading Ron Paul's articles in 1999. Thanks to Howie Snowden, an amazing human being, the godfather of lions of Liberty. I was reading his articles in 1999. Well, before, I mean, he was a presidential candidate for the libertarian party chair. Well, before he was really known on the national stage, known by most people who are involved in the Mises caucus, been reading his writings since 1999. He blew me away. You know, the, the way he was able to look at things from, from a principal point of view or from without that, that duopoly lens of things. And it always impressed me so much. Um, even before I understood the philosophy of, of libertarianism, even before, before I understood any of this stuff. It impressed me a lot. And when he announced he was running for president, oh my God, I, I, first of all, I couldn't even believe it. I was like, okay, what? Why would he? That's not going to go anywhere, but I was excited about it. And then when he got on stage, I don't need to go through the whole history of it. You guys were there. Most of you were there, or you know the history at this point. Whatever. Okay, so he's not quite ready to t- tell us what his problem is. Uh, but this part's important. To, look, when I was watching it, and it was about this time here, I even screenshotted where I was at just because I'm like, fuck, we're 12 minutes in and you haven't told us what your problem, I'm, I'm impatient, Mark. You haven't told us, it's only an hour and a half podcast. You're going to set it up. You're going to say, here's what the problem is with the Mises Caucus. Here's the steps, da 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 Here's all the proof leading into this. And now I'm going to give you the solutions. This is, what, this is what I expected. It's not what it was, but 
it was a useful podcast nevertheless, but I had to get to the end to realize everything that was coming before it. And one of those things is what we just talked about here, Mark's participation with the growth and the development and the first seminal ideas of the Mises Caucus. He talked to Pete, he talked to Jason Stapleton, he said. He was one of them. Uh, Stapleton uh, came out later on, you know, totally against it type of thing. Pete's obviously not really with that anymore. And, um, and, and neither is Mark, and, and that's perfectly fine. Uh, but I think it gives him some credibility. He's not the loser brigade. He's not the loserarians. He's not the Mer- Martha or Murray or whatever her name is. Uh, Martha Bueno, uh, he's not her complaining that he <laughs> that she's taking glamour shots and that we're, we're upset about her take on it. Um, this is Mark Claire, who has given a lot of credibility to this movement in a sense. And now, for whatever reason, isn't uh, we're not there yet, but he's going to tell us why he's upset about it. Um, and so it gives some credibility. And also gives credibility, though, do you then say, because like, he's like, look, I'm, I'm part of this, but I'm, you know, it's, if, 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 if I say coming out against it, what's it going to do? Well, I mean, look, as an attorney, you have two different, you have a, a husband and wife, they're going through a divorce or, or some sort of conflict here. And um, the husband, his step i mean his uh, in-laws are willing to testify for him against his their own daughter that gives more credibility than his own parents testifying right it's just it's just the way it is this is someone who has a blood relationship my point is he testifying against the mises caucus means a lot more than the losertarians i don't really care martha's going to complain she can still show her rack online all she wants but mark showing his <laughs> rack online and, and complaining about the Mises Caucus. Now I'm disturbed. And I'm also concerned because Mark Mark um, comes from a place of love and he talks about this in, in here the whole time. Um, whether he shows his rack or not is really probably shouldn't be uh, the issue I concern myself with the most to Dave. But I'm still curious, Mark. <laughs> it's just something you're going to turn into Spike Cohen on us and at least uh, show us what you got. Okay. Um, next one we have here. Does he, 16 minutes in, is, is Mark finally going to tell us? Mind you going to tell us? Let's see. Um, any more than any more than I am now. Um, so, but you know, I don't think I need to recap the last two years. And I, I think there's been like two different kinds of people at the end of the day. There were that points where it felt like he was going to recap the last two years. Over the last two years, there's people that went through. We all went through it in some way, shape, or form. Some people didn't change their perspective on things. I'm not, I'm not talking about your principles. I want to be really clear about that. I'm not talking about your changing your principles, but how could you not change your perspective? I mean, I keep looking at where my camera used to be. I'm going to try to focus now. How could you not change your perspective a little bit, a little bit? Like, did you see what happened? Did you see that most of your countrymen had no problem with having their life shut the fuck down? You didn't think that was weird, not just weird, but like a complete mind warp and a complete change of how you could look at things. And if you didn't, all right, God bless you. I'm glad I'm glad you can keep living in, in bliss, in ignorant fucking bliss. It's not the same world. It's not the same world. So you can't treat it like the same world. And for a little while, I did. Or I, I, I waffled. I kind of wanted to. I kind of saw what was going on, but wasn't sure. And I, I remember, you know, I, I talked to Pete maybe a few months after that. I went to Mexico with my not yet but soon to be wife. For a few months because I got furloughed from my job. So my life was very affected. And I realized like this is what for a fucking cold. Like maybe I was scared for like a couple weeks and I'm like, no, this is like what? What is going on? Okay, so this is not 2016, 2017. We're in a different place. All right. I don't think he's getting into it quite yet. <laughs> maybe a little bit. But um, once again, I, I'm, I'm somewhat joking. It did take him time to warm up into this. But um, look, your perspective has changed, right? But your principles, well, okay. Um, I don't know that my perspective necessarily changed. I mean, I thought there was draconian stuff uh, going on all the time. Maybe it's my age. I don't know. Um, But, you know, I don't know. So the the LP, this is what I wrote down here, just kind of a note. So the perspective has changed. And how does the LPMC goals fringe on your actions regarding your change in perspective? In other words, what the LPMC is doing, are they are they making a difference about what you can do? Or do you need more people to get on board with your idea? Because if they're doing something, is it your love and your concern? Maybe this is where the evangelical outreach comes. So I, I'm, I'm a little con- you know uh, interested and I'm open to all this, by the way. 
So we'll keep going here. Now we're in, uh, what are we in? 18, 19 minutes in? Surely, let's do it, right? Let's do it. See what the problem is with the LPMC. I didn't know where this is going to go when I when I turned the the mic and the camera on. But I, I just decided I'm just going to be as honest as I can be, as forthright as I can be. This might be the first time that I've really been myself um, all the way. But I need to be. If I'm if I'm going to have a voice, a microphone, why not be all the way me? And for a long time I wasn't. I was Mr. Mediator, Mr. Moderator. I can't do that anymore because I'm the watcher, bitches. <laughs> now, and in Marvel Comics, the watcher watched until you couldn't watch anymore because the situation was too dire. So he had to intervene. And if you don't get this reference, oh, go watch What If on Disney Plus. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Pay those groomers. <laughs> no, steal someone's password. Whatever. <laughs> it's not about that. So I, I'm just going to start with I'm going to read what I posted in the Mises Caucus Facebook group, which, which I'm still in. Okay, um, am I jumping the gun here? Because that one, oh, no, he doesn't get, quite get to it. So part of that, that issue right there is he's talking about, I mean, he has 100 or 1,000 or so episodes, or including all those things himself. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of time, right? Maybe should, maybe, I, maybe since I've, I've got a new podcast and, and mine hasn't gone that well, maybe I should have uh, talked more about myself as well. I don't know, or not talked about it. I would have had a better audience. Um, let's go to this next one here. I think we're finally getting into it because he's, he's leading uh-huh. up to what he's going to read in a Facebook group. Um, and this one is, I think this is where he advocates violence. Let's, uh, let's talk about this one here. I would like to do 12 shots of Dave. Oh shit. Rape. I think I've done one. I'll, I'll do 11 more. <laughs> um, but you know, Pete had me on a show and the Mises caucus came up and I just kind of said what I was thinking that I, I, I saw it as a fruitless endeavor at the end of the day. And, and while Dave is the most persuasive person that there could be on this subject, people like though, people like Eric Brakey, they did convince me a little bit more. And the more I watched the world around me change, I started to realize that you, at this juncture, if you really think you can just spend countless hours on a fruitless endeavor. When I say fruitless, I mean real world results. I mean results right now. I don't mean a 20, 30, 40, 50,000 year project of influencing the masses. You should influence the masses. Dave influences the masses. A lot of us influence the masses. Some of us influence little niches of those masses. And we should all do so. In any way we can. I, I I don't believe in not saying what you think, which I haven't always done. I've never said what I don't think, but I've often held back what I really think. Well, no more, my friends. Wow. We're getting into it. Um, and this reminds me, I just, I, as we're doing this, um, I'm seeing this come up on Twitter. So I thought I would uh, take a look at it real quick here. Um, Pete Quinones talking about, I guess uh, someone had a, a meme here. Um, and first Pete says, Ron Paul was apparently wrong to run Republican. And anyone who can find audio of Mark Claire advocating voting Republican, not an offhand remark, advocacy, I'll send you $50 in BTC, fucking left energy meme, or meme energy. Um, so I think Jack Lloyd did this. Uh, and that, that, was he outright? Okay, good, good job on Pete's part of saying about outright advocacy, because Mark does say that uh, Eric Brakey and those uh, were more convincing to him than Dave Smith was. And what was their point? Their point was that um, you should vote Republican rather than go Libertarian. But their, their position, and that's why I like breaking those stuff, their, their positions were somewhat nuanced. They said you should run as a Republican rather than that, which I think would be, you know, kind of advocating this. So um, is that is that audio enough to get me $50 from from Pete? Give me my, uh, <laughs> reimburse me a little bit for the yearly uh, stuff I help give him for his podcast. Um, uh, okay, who made that? I should harass him, bully them. Okay, whatever. Um, but I think it's it, it might be, maybe that qualifies me. Something, uh, maybe I should clip this out, uh, send it to him there. Or if you want to, you can do it. It's under the, uh, right before the 23 minute mark on Mark's podcast. Okay. But I'm not really con- con- concerned with that. So not really caring. 
Okay, um, let's go. So did you also hear him talking about the 12 shots? I think he's advocating uh, rape. And if that's the case, Mark, then why are you not part of the Mises Caucus? Sounds like to me, um, you you very much qualify as one of us, right? Just 12 shots in, um, all that good stuff that we, we do. That's, uh, that's all what we have. Okay, uh, this one, 26 minutes in. Mark, you're killing me here. Still an hour to go. Uh, all righty then, what's the problem? Um, but I decided not to do that. I decided not to be super heavy on it. And I just never, I was never that interested in Libertarian Party politics. Like, that's where I saw a lot of my people going. So I followed there. I hung out with them. I got to, I to make a quick comment about his last thing, uh, the thing not being fruitful. Um, so I, I, do you expect the GOP's uh, platform to be fruitful? I mean, I, and, and what I mean by fruitful is, yes, they're going to gain power. They're going to, it's going to, you know, pendulum swing back and forth. But are they going to get you what you want? And for me, I don't want him and I mean, I want the GOP in charge and I don't want Andrew as an example. No, people. I had the tremendous pleasure to get to know some people. Well, like Joshua Smith, who I got to h- hang out with. I think he's a fucking awesome guy. Angela McArdle. Excuse me. Angela McArdle. This is why I might um, be drunk. Who was incredibly gracious, inviting myself, Brian, to speak at several events in L.A. And I appreciate it. Like, I think they're fantastic people. I think they're some of the best people that this caucus or this world has to offer. I, I, I can't emphasize that enough. And nothing I've ever said about the caucus or the strategy has ever been meant personally. I don't think I've ever taken a personal shot at anyone. Uh, maybe like in an offhand Facebook comment, I've had my moments. We all do. I'm sorry if I ever have been a dick. I'm sure I have. I'm sorry. Because that's not my intention at all. Um, so I'll just skip forward to a couple of days ago where I haven't thought about this stuff in a while, actually. Um, you know, I had ideas in my mind, but I hadn't thought about doing something like this. And this is this is admittedly a silly thing to get fired up about, but it's it's what brought me out. All right, it's what brought me uh, out here to, to do this. Essentially, if someone posted, I don't remember who it is in the, in, the, in the face, and it doesn't matter in the Mises Caucus group. Um, this tweet from Stephen. I'm not going to say his last name just in case he doesn't want me to. Uh, he's been a longtime Lions Liberty supporter, and he said, you know, Tom Woods and Dave Smith brought me into the Mises Caucus. Uh, Pete, I'm not sure if he said Pete and somebody else. I think he just said Pete is bringing me out. I've combined these two clips together, but um, I think we found him. I think we're finally going to get to the the beef he has, the strong beef, or what the issue is with the Mises Caucus. And by the way, since you get Mark, since you led me into thirty minutes, I expected, I expected a lot. I mean, it was it was going to be uh, evidence of, <laughs> I don't know, rape, uh, all kinds of dirty uh, shenanigans. Um, so here we go. And I had liked the tweet and someone had posted the screenshot and it showed Mark Claire like this. And someone else had said Mark Claire like this with the googly eyes. And then people started commenting, not a ton of people, just a few, like I'm getting upset about it. And I just like, <laughs> who cares who liked the fucking tweet? Like, really? Oh, you're going to, you're just a revolution and you care who liked a tweet? Some fucking podcaster that a few thousand people listen to liked a tweet and you're all fucking, this is what you're spending your time on it now. Fair enough. Maybe I'm spending my time on caring about you spending your time about it. So fair enough. Fair enough. Or Mark corrects himself or, or gives the um, the counterpoint to several of his. He, he says something, and he's pretty strong, and he's like, well, but maybe. And then he kind of gives a counter, and it's enduring, Mark. Uh, just saying. All in the same boat here. So join me. Yeah, it's all petty, stupid bullshit. Facebook stuff is petty, stupid bullshit. But it was on my mind. And I was like, why is this bothering people so much? Why is this making people angry? Like, angry. <laughs> angry. Oh, it's because I attacked their identity by liking a tweet. Okay, stop making libertarianism your fucking identity. Stop it. Eh, maybe being harsh and yelling at you isn't going to work, and that's fine, because I'm not going to reach most of you with this. And that's okay. Stop it. It's not your identity. Your, the politics of the day is not your fucking identity. Quit it. You can have a lot of identities. Identify with your family, your religion, your community. Make your fucking political beliefs your identity. It's stupid. Okay, so kind of agree, but yet disagree with that as well. So, I mean... I'm, I'm an anarchist. I'm a libertarian. That, that it does identify you. That's your world beliefs and your your philosophy in your mind, uh, and how you you live. I mean, if you and if you're doing it right, like I do, I mean, that's kind of you live that. There's a lot of things that guide you in that sense. So I don't know that that's necessarily so uh, social major problem. Matter of fact, he he identified himself here several times as Ron Paul's child. So I mean, if someone's going online, and so you could see it's kind of how people would get angry here. If someone's going online. And as Nick Sarwak did, and post some horrible things about uh, Ron Paul, you could kind of get how you're like, wait, I identify with his philosophy. He helped me a lot in my life. Maybe he's like the Jordan Peterson type, where it, it 
change your life in a sense, right? I mean, to me, when living by these principles means you're living by them, which means you are not being a shithead. And so get your act together. Don't be a degenerate. And, and for me, at least how I how I do it. And so, you know, I, I felt like they've changed me for the better. Um, and with that in mind, then you're having someone rip on this person. You get a little defensive. So, you know, I could I could I could see that. So if you're saying, you know, LPMC and it's it's helping a bunch of people get what what is it doing? I don't know. Well, maybe we'll talk about whether it is actually doing any help and doing any good. Um, but if it's uh, getting people like Martha Bueno upset, is it really doing any bad? Uh, I don't know. Okay, um, so let's go to the next one here. We're at thirty twenty in, and we're finally uh, kind of talking about the uh, the post. I think um, better share this with the screen. So basically, it was a Facebook post that someone did, and Mark Cleric liked it, and then the LPMC uh, Mises uh, Caucus. Uh, I think that's redundant there, Tyler. Um, Facebook group. Someone made a post about you know kind of saying, "Hey, why is he liking this shit?" Um, some guy that basically left the LP. And by the way, if you're leaving, who cares? I mean, you know, we want to keep as many people as we can in these things. But if we're making Facebook, this is why I didn't join in. On, I saw this whole thing, interaction going on. And I was like, so? So Mark doesn't like it. Who cares? Or some guy uh, wants to leave. Who cares? You know, is it, is, it, is it that tragic? Or do we need to go rip these people apart for that? No. So anyway, that's maybe that's uh, some of them need to grow up in there as well. All right, I'm just going to get to my posts. Oh, well now I'm going to read what I posted in the Libertarian Party Mises Caucus, and I'm going to read people's comments. Okay, so basically you could skip to three minutes, 30 seconds in if you just want to know what Mark's problem was. But I think if you if you, if you you like Mark and you're a fan of his and you've gone through 500 and some episodes and seen him on other shows and you spend a lot of time kind of being, you know, in Mark's world in a sense, because he talked about that earlier, being, you know, a person and and kind of coming out on your own uh, as far as like who the podcaster is, uh, then you, you maybe you owe it to him to understand his backstory, right? And, and I think I played you a, a good smattering of that. Uh, some of it, Mark, little little wandering, but three o'clock in the morning, three shots in, that's uh, it could happen. With their names, because I said in the post, I'm going to answer to these comments here. So anyone... Posting a comment, knew I was going to respond to it in a podcast, is what I said. So I'll read it, so you know what I said, and then I'll read the comments, and I'll respond to them, and we'll see how long this takes, we'll see how late it keeps me up. Alright, here's what I said. I like to consider myself the friendliest Mises Caucus critic. I do. Everything I've ever said against the strategy has been with love and respect for everyone here. That is true. I've gotten to meet in person and have massive respect for people in leadership roles like Michael Heist, Angela McCardigal. Angela, why do I keep saying your name wrong? Angela, I'm sorry. Angela McArdle and Joshua Smith. By the way, yeah, I have a, I've had a cough for the first time in two fucking years. And it's annoying. I'm getting over it. So I'm doing this despite my hoarseness. But here I go. It's all about being me. And of course, I have the utmost respect and admiration for Dave Smith, who has probably, and this is true, absolutely true, single-handedly done more for the Lions of Liberty podcast than anyone who's not directly involved with our podcast, being me, myself, and Brian, and Howie, and Rico. And AB. I don't want to discount their their benefits, their efforts. Yes, I was a big supporter. I did an edit here. Full disclosure, I said I was enthusiastic. I never did join or donate to the caucus in the beginning. I even hosted a big recruitment drive podcast with Tom Woods, Dave, Pete, Jason Sableton back in the day. But 2022 is not 2017, and I am simply not the same person I was then. I like to think for the better. The vast majority of people in the Mises Caucus I know have remained cool with me despite my criticisms. That is true. Thank you. With a few exceptions here and there. A few. Not that many, to be honest, although a number of them came out today. And the fact that I'm still in this group speaks a lot to that end. At the end, we are all Ron Paul's kids, politically in some way. At least I am. Maybe not all of us. Some people are Harry Brown people or whatever. But I think like 95% of people in the Music Caucus are Ron Paul children. And I have love and respect for the people in this caucus as a whole. So to this end, I want to address this hat on. And I said, I said this like I want to explain myself, not like I'm going to lay into you guys. But apparently that's how some people took it. So my apologies, it's Facebook. So if you took it that way, I'll just make it my bad. But if you took it that way, you, you made that up also. <laughs> I've decided I will dedicate a future Lions of Liberty episode to fully laying out why I have been critical lately. Seems reasonable, right? I, I think so. I said, feel free to use the thread to post questions or criticisms of my criticisms, and I'll respond to them all on a future podcast. Well, that future podcast is now. I wasn't going to do it now, but, you know, things happen. Peace and love, y'all. Peace and love. Seems nice. I don't know. All right. So I'm going to go through some of these comments now. Should I refresh first? Let's see. All right. This first one I can skip because it's not, it's not even talking about what I said. So that's fine. All right. First, first comment or top comment. I, sh I don't think it's the order, but I'm going with the Facebook algorithm on this one. Dave Smith. I love you, brother. And that's not going to change if you praise or criticize LPMC. Why would it? Just my two cents. I think that a few weeks before 
the convention where we are poised to complete the first major step in our mission here is probably the worst time to bring up criticism and expect it to really be heard. I also think that if you're going to do more episodes on this topic, it's probably worth it to have someone from our camp there, me, Heiss, or Angela, probably. In my not-so-humble opinion, there was a lot of straw manning going on in these episodes from what I've seen. I'm not going to guess the straw manning because he didn't bring up the actual criticism, so let's just put that aside. I'm, of course, willing to do a show with Dave, maybe just me and Dave, or me and Angela. Okay, there's his his uh, statement, and there's Dave's response. Um, and I did uh, just some of the points he was making there, and I made notes here. Does an emergency change your fundamental rights? Does an emergency require you to abandon your principles to get what you need? Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe that's the Jean Valjean thing where you've got to, you know, steal a loaf of bread to take care of your family. Some rights are more important than others and your personal freedoms are important. So, you know, taking on the last two or three years uh, has been commendable for Mark. Um, okay, so I'm going to just go through a few select, I'm not going to play all his his comments here, uh, but a few select ones. This is Heist, Tyler, and other groups. Uh, 36 minutes in, um, and by the way, you know, you still got, uh, 40 some minutes of his podcast here uh, and, and I'm not going to go through cause some of it's just him hashing with some of these people. Um, but some of it is worthwhile too. There we go. Try that. And I don't have to think about what anyone's political ambitions are. I speak when I want to speak. All right. And I said, I'm sorry if the timing of me saying something upsets anyone's political plans. What uh, was this your- is not directed at Dave. I want to really be clear. I guess partially. I mean, he did mention the timing. So, okay fine uh, but many people didn't and I, I i'm responding to the generality of people mentioning the timing as if i give a shit about the timing i don't know what you guys are doing i don't care what you guys are doing politically because politics is about the last thing i care about right now and this thread is only helping to enforce then i wouldn't have I seen all that other and others have their say more than enough that being said i've got archie on speed dial i do all right next up i'm gonna read all these there's 174 comments not all of them i won't read all the sub comments necessarily but i'm gonna get through this thing michael heiss your leader I'd be happy to talk to you about it all after Reno. What I find is a lot of times certain things are just assumed as if we haven't thought of or navigated them. Whether all we're doing is just taking over the LP for the sake of taking over the LP, like that is not just one piece of a much bigger, active, long-term decentralization focus plan that already has success in, in every realm that we're engaging in. At the end of the round is that what, whether it's the LP, GP, agor, agorism, or whatever the strategy might be, nothing will work out without a legitimate community behind it. Nothing was in capital letters. I not mean a loose collection of people with more or less the same political philosophy. I mean a nationwide community of soldiers. I'm going to disagree there. No. Nationwide community. I believe in the community part. Nationwide. Hundreds of millions of people. And part of them are going to... I, I just don't see how that's a real community. It can be a collection of people. It can be people that communicate. Community. His mic was going on. He is a different thing. That's just my opinion. Enjoy each other's long-term and truly believe in the task at hand. Without that element, which is sort of intangible, the conversation is all a jerk-off. Yeah. We do have that and perhaps are along with the free... His mic's going out and back. Maybe. Free State Project, the only examples of such a thing in the entire liberty movement at this point is greater than y'all. Not even close, to be clear. In, in present day. And it goes out again. Is it coming back? Should be coming back. Should we just skip on this? Maybe we just skip on this and go to... Mine's Liberty Supporter. Mark, I have a few questions, but going to limit it to one. Well, thank you. <laughs> Why do you not not apply your standards to the Mises Caucus to the other groups you're promoting? Who am I promoting? Who am I promoting? Who am I promoting? Because I've had dozens of people from the Mises Caucus on my show. Dozens. And maybe Andrew has been on twice. Tho has been on twice. Who am I promoting more than the Mises Caucus? I'd like to know that that question because I don't know who you're talking about. Biggest example, here we go. Biggest example would be how you challenged the Mises Caucus for taking too long. Never said that. Uh, but then seemed to endorse and promote Andrew from the GP Mises Caucus. Had Andrew on my show twice. Andrew on my show twice. Andrew on my show twice. Tons of people from the Mises Caucus on my show. So many times, I don't even know. 20? Or pushing Pete's escape the system model when his income streams are dependent on a bunch of donors that are still working nine to fives in the system. I'm, I'm one of Pete's donors, so all right. I don't know. I don't know what Pete doesn't push the escape model, so I don't. Know. All right. So what do we got there? Well, um, Andrew was on twice, two times too many. <laughs> I don't know the guy just uh, gets me. You know, look, and it's. I was actually trying to listen to trying to listen to his show that he was just recently on with Mark, um, and you know, there's not necessarily everything's bad there. It's just. I mean, like, let's say you agreed with everything Nancy Pelosi said. Do, does that mean that you want to watch her talk and listen to her? No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 
maybe I just don't. Uh, maybe it's uh, maybe it's him. Maybe just rough time. You know, look, I I didn't score with every single person I was always trying to uh, hook up with when I was younger. No, you have some some people just didn't find me attractive. Thought me I was gross. Maybe that's all it is. Okay, uh, let's go to the next one here. 41 minutes in, a hobby or social club? Serious to me, and maybe I haven't expressed this, expressed this in the right way. I guess the better way to say it would be it's not as serious as it is now and not even close. So it was serious. I was against the wars, against the bed. It was serious, but it wasn't my life. It was something I did, something I was passionate about. It became a part of my life, a huge part of my life. So I might have misstated that before. So I'm I'm happy to try to restate that. It was nowhere near as big as now. Let's, let's put it that way. It was more of a hobby or social club. That's true. Like when I went to, for the LP, for sure. When I went to LP events, hung out with people, got drunk, went to parties, hung out on Bourbon Street. Yeah, that was fun. Super fun. That part was fun. That wasn't political activism. That was having a blast with people that were like-minded. Of course. Then the lockdowns happened and it became personal. Yes. And real. Yes. How could it not? Not, not achieving liberty has real consequences. Yes. And since you associated your previous behavior with the non-behavior with the non-serious or the ineffective, you tried to find the group that was serious and hopefully effective. I don't know if that's necessarily true. Finding a guy. I've been trying to find a group. I don't think I've ever really been trying to find a group. Maybe that's why I never joined the Mises Caucus or, the, or became super serious about any group. Okay. Well, I mean, do you have a, have one of those now? So uh, maybe the Mises Caucus isn't your thing, your hobby or what have you, but um, do you have something like that now? You know, I mean, Stapleton's doing his thing. Um, what group is taking on these issues for you now or or do they? And and look, I, I I don't know Mark's entire thing, but all of us, you can't just necessarily say I'm not going to be involved in politics because politics, I mean, Randy Weaver in the Waco has shown that that's just not the way that you can do it because politics will be involved in your life. So is is it that? Is it the um, the super nerd Andrew? <laughs> is, his, is his theory going to come and save you? Uh, possibly not. Now, look, this was one person that did um, seem to have, and I thought this was uh, somewhat uh, funny on Mark's part. Um, Jack Lloyd took on um, him pretty intensely, him being, and he's gone after Pete too. So it's not uh, not unusual here, but um, let's see what Mark has to say. But then I also wouldn't have done this podcast, and I think it's important, even if it's only for two of you. Um, but you're right, Jack. You're right. I should I should get off this Facebook group and just go do what I value. You're 100% right. Not to be an attention-seeking opportunist trying to pull eyes to their own projects off the heels of the hard work of the people who built something others have failed to achieve, but wish they could have built. Fuck off, Jack. That's the dumbest thing I've ever read in my life. I didn't mean to be, I didn't mean to be a dick just now. It just, I told you, I'm going to let this flow. So I guess I'll say it again. Fuck off, Jack. That's retarded and you're an idiot. You're not an idiot, but that was a stupid thing to say. An attention-seeking opportunist? Really? 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 I'm just going to leave that there. Scroll down your Facebook and scroll down mine and let's think about who's attention seeking. <laughs> when, he, when he said that, uh, I did have to laugh because that is true. If you're if you, if friends with Jack on Facebook or Twitter, what, my God, that's if you're not promoting something, I don't know what you're doing on there then because that's, uh, that's all it seems to be. Um, this next one here, he, he answers someone's question, uh, and and it's kind of his theme here. I think it's his real issue with the Mises caucus, which he believes is you are wasting your time. Now he doesn't know what my time is. Um, but he believes he, um, being Sir Mark Clare thinks that I'm wasting my time or you're wasting your time. Possibly. I, 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 once again, I don't know if he's the atheist or the, the Christian, the evangelist in the room. Um, but he could be right. So. Because I wasted a lot of time. And I know there are people in this caucus that rolled up their sleeve and stuck something in their arm because they were going to lose their job or they had to go somewhere or they had to do something important. And I didn't. And I'm not saying that to pat myself on the back. I'm saying it because thank God I had myself in the position that I didn't need to. And a lot of you aren't. And if you're not, and it's not over. There's going to be another mandate. There's going to be another jab. There's going to be seven more jabs. There's going to be a lot more coming. And if you're not in that position, then yes, I think it's very dangerous to be spending a lot of time on third party party po- third party. That's kind of funny. third party politics. If you can give me a rational explanation why it makes more sense, it makes more sense to spend time on third party politics that have little to zero chance of being effective politically than getting yourself in a position to not have to stick that needle in your arm again. I'd like to hear it. Okay, so uh, granted, perfectly fine, but um, it doesn't mean that I want the the GOP's 
effectiveness pushing for, for me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want what they're pushing either. And I just don't want to be a part. You know, some of it has to do with you holding your principles and maybe, you know, you're like, oh, you're, you're going to have your principles while you're in a, um, while you're getting, you know, off to Auschwitz. Well, okay. But, you know, once again, Mark, uh, people I didn't get a shot. My my kids didn't get a shot. My wife didn't get a shot. And yeah, some people lost jobs. I mean, that's they're holding to their principles, right? They're they're doing exactly that. So, you know, there's it's not cut and dry. And then some people felt that it was necessary to do that. And that's their risk. They could they could completely do that, and that's that's perfectly fine with them. Um, you know, so that's that's not necessarily the the biggest problem. But you know, you're podcasting hours on end. I'm podcasting. You're two podcasting. You got it. You got to um, record it. Prepare, record it, perform it, uh, edit it, post it, and then you know um, look to promote it. So that that takes a lot of time here. And then you know what are those? Uh, we all. Uh, what else did I say? We all could do more with our lives. But if you aren't in Ukraine being bombed, yeah, then you maybe you do have time for this third party. We had a friend Ben Weir, uh, was part of the Mises Caucus here in Sacramento, and then in it gave him a, a connection and a group of friends and people. And then now he's out in the free state project, you know, with a completely different life going on. That's, that's huge, but that's connections, those connections, maybe you can get paid by the third, <laughs> third party, uh, you know, as part of your job, maybe it allows you to get connections to do more. And that can be your community similar to the Jason Stapleton. But I, I, I think Dave said it in his uh, debate here with, with Jason, even on Mark's show, they're not um, separate. You can do two things at once. I can I can spend um, forty five minutes, maybe an hour here, doing a podcast, maybe doing some outreach and, and being part of this Libertarian Party. And while I'm also doing it, I'm telling them, hey, if you need your estate plan done, that's who can do it. Uh, I'm also I took to heart what Jason said uh, early, way back. Matter of fact, I did his podcasting thing. It didn't didn't really help me anyway <laughs> because I'm a shithead. But the point I, about making your uh, income mobile, right? I've been really working on doing that myself. Uh, you know, as an attorney, what can I do? I'm in court all the time. I've got to kind of do a, branch out and do different ideas that I can make mobile income and move out of here. That's a perfectly fine thing. But maybe I make connections through the Libertarian Party where I've got. In networks, different places too. So you've got to you got to think about all these things, and you can't just be a rogue and just set with your family. I don't think that necessarily Mark's um, indicating just that, um, but you know it, these are these are all concepts. What I think that you know it's maybe maybe not always being uh, looked into. All of it. okay, just a few more here, and then we'll be done on just taking Mark apart, just obliterating him uh, like no one else has ever done. Um, Mark did. Something this morning. I'm gonna have to. I'll show it here after we we go to this one. 57 minutes. Uh, I in. feel like your claim may be correct, but cannot be proven. All right. <laughs> What's my claim? <laughs> oh, oh, but, oh, but yeah, about, about being friendlier. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, it's, it's they're probably after this. I'm sure there are friendlier people. Uh, Robert Griffiths, thanks, Prost for speaking out. We must speak our minds and hearts. I agree. We're not the cult. We're often accused of being, and I agree. Uh, Clint defended you guys not being a cult. I agree with him. I think Hody's out of line saying that. I think that's bullshit. Um, besides, friends cannot truly call themselves friends until they have had their first argument. I agree. Or 10th, totally. Cameron Ring, I agree with you, but this isn't speaking out. This is just a glorified ad for his podcast episode. Hey, dick balls. <laughs> uh, you're stupid. There's just no other way to say it. Criticizing the Mises Caucus loses me listeners. All right? All right, dummy. Loses me listeners. You don't want to listen now, right? True. There you go. Um, we'll, let's just show this real quick, because this is what Mark Claire did this morning uh, after some comments. Um uh, that's the wrong one. Let's do that one there. So um, I said I was not the Tyler. Yeah, I played the little clip there before. I was not the Tyler that um, was mentioned because he he read a, a comment from a Tyler. And I said I was not the one that uh, was mentioned there. And then, um, oh, shit, you got to that. And then Mark basically comes back and says, uh, Tyler Yonke is the best Tyler. So the problem you have with that, Mark, is you, you, you put your thumb on the scale. And when you did that, you made me, I can't just... Take you on uh, real? No, I wasn't going to anyway because I, I thought you had some good points here, and I just really wanted to, um, you know, one show that you can ramble like the rest of us, and then two, uh, you have a friend you know, of liberty here too. Info. So let's, let's go to this. I think we have like two more clips here, then we're going to be done and be done and over. Um, this one is how long are we in here? Minute or a minute? An hour six in. Uh, talking about the Ron Paul kids. Like, do Is there a TLDR summary? And there's just and there's some comments about TLDR. 
All right. Austin, you used to be a big supporter. Are you a little supporter now? I edited that um, to say, I mean, supporter. Yeah, I was enthusiastic, but I think I need to differentiate the opportunity financial supporter or member, just to be clear. If you have any inclination that the Libertarian Party being made up of Ron Paul kids would be a good thing. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't think it's a good thing anymore because I don't think the Libertarian Party is a productive use of time. Therefore, I don't see the Libertarian Party being full of Ron Paul kids to be a good thing. So that that's kind of my point. Um, so why are you releasing these vi- what videos right before the election? Not releasing videos. I'm, I guess this is a video. I'm not releasing videos. Are you just stupid or completely self-absorbed? I can answer that because I won't answer nicely. If you think we need criticism, which you can do as a supporter, I'm not a supporter. You have all the contacts. You're in the group. It's interesting that you wouldn't answer that, that, that question mark. Um, what is a productive use of your time? Politics isn't going to ignore you. We just talked about that. And I'm shaken by his taker, Andrews. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure what Mark's solution is, but I believe it still would involve the LP. Uh, what, what did I have here? I don't even understand what I'm, what I'm writing here about all this stuff. Um, but I made some notes, and they don't make any sense. So we're just going to skip off of that. Uh, last one we have here is Mark Clare and involving his solutions. I don't think he actually had a solution. Um, so we'll talk about that, too. This is very fair. I think my real solution, and this might sound generic and might sound self-helpy, but it applies to all of you and myself. Yes, all of you, almost all of you probably need to work on yourselves more than you need to work on politics. It took me a long time to admit that. So, and look, as always, most of my comments are directed at me at the end of the day. Man in the mirror. I'm talking to me. Always talking to me. But I know. Am I supposed to cut in here with uh, Michael Jackson's man in the mirror? Well, there's a lot of me and a lot of you. I'm 41. 20 years ago, I was you. 10 years ago, I was you. Five years ago, I was you. So yeah, I think you need to work on yourselves. And look, if you can be, and, and you need to know, if you lose your job tomorrow, you're good for two years. Yeah. If you're good for two years without your income, okay, I'll give up. If you're all good for two years without income, I have no problem with you doing what you're doing. All right, we're good to go. Um, I don't know why two years, but uh, that's, that's, not, that's not a bad thing to do anyway. Um, so I had written here, and I, I just reread it, so I wanted to make sure I understand. I said, I'm not sure what Mark's solution is, but I believe it can still involve the LPMC. And if I'm shaken by his take, or Andrew's, or anyone else's, then I certainly wouldn't be useful to the movement anyway. And this would be, uh, if that would is egregious enough to move me out. Yeah, so you've got to be set in your ways as far as your convictions and what you have anyway. Uh, Mark's not throwing me off here. But, I mean, there's definitely things, like, like I said, I, I think Jason Stapleton's messaging for a guy that does this marketing thing. I think uh, he, Cyprian, whatever, uh, Matt... Um, Andrew, some of the, their, their messaging is just horrid. Okay. It's just, it's some of the worst stuff you can, you can take out of there. They like to yell at you a lot. You're, you're idiots. Um, you know, they, 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 <laughs> they tend to, to bring this down. Uh, maybe we'll, maybe we'll share. I mean, look, is that, is that who's you're going to save your day? Um, but it's, it's, some of that is, is bad. Okay. But it doesn't mean that necessarily some of the things they're saying, you got to take it to heart. So ignore the fact that it's, uh, maybe someone that is just ignob- obnoxious saying it to you, take it in, think about it. And, and, and realize that. And, and maybe back, same with Mark. I mean, we're not going to convince him necessarily, but maybe so. Maybe you can say, hey, look, what am I doing with this? What am I getting out of the LPMC? Is it just like a card game? Is it, is it a hobby? Is it a club that's just really masturbatory in a sense where it's just making me feel good? If that's the case, then yeah, he's, he's completely right. If you think you can do something about it, you can help Dave Smith and you can spread the word that way, then I think that's perfectly fine as well. But I mean, you've got to be, and I think this is the difference. And by the way, um, it's, it's a little bit, I don't want to say disingenuous, but someone did kind of make the comment, look, this is the, the long-term plan with like three years in, you know, now that, now there's the complaints. Yeah. At least give us a, a chance to see what we can do. Maybe it's not going to work. Yeah, it's completely um, possible. Um, but I'm I'm going to Reno in a few days. I'm going to get a haircut. I'm going to go meet some people. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to sit there and watch a bunch of nerds complain about each other over parliamentary reasons and, and issues and things. That's going to be fantastic for me. And so it's all about, it's really all about me, isn't it? No, it's not. Uh, so last thing I'll say, uh, check it out. Listen to the podcast. Mark, I was a little rough on you there because you rambled and, and, and I was probably cursed at the <laughs> at the car and at the podcast for about 10 times early on because particularly I just like, just lay it out to me. What's my problem? And then let's go from there. But um, Mark, damn it. I think you did this in a way that 
you can tell he had um, he was concerned about pissing off some people. He wanted to not he wanted to do this out of love, and I think that was an important part. And so I took this, you know, when I got through the end of it, and I can hear the sincerity, and even how he's coming back and and, and giving some people okay valid point this and that and encounter with it. And then he posted a nice thing about me on uh, Twitter. Of course, I'm going to be okay with it. And, and, and why not? I mean, if my, someone I know and I go to church and they say, oh, you're completely wrong about something, if I just you know, discard them, now I've got no way of actually still communicating. I'm on a cycling team with a bunch of guys. We have just completely opposite views. Some of us are right on, some of us are not. You know, I had a conversation with one the other day, and he's you know, talking about where your rights came from. And he's like, oh, you know, they, they're just in, made by man, by government. And it's like, you know, blows your mind. But we're friends. And so you can have these good-hearted discussions and in good faith. And I think, we, you know, I still do that. And, and that's kind of the important part of it. And if you can't do that, then, you know, maybe you, maybe, maybe you are in a cult. Maybe not. Episode 42, Mark Clare's Lions of Liberty. Still love him. Still big fan of the team. Brian McWilliams. John Ortega. So we'll keep it going. Still listen to them. Am I going to join their Patreon? <laughs> well, I mean, do I need that kind of social club? Maybe not. Take care, everybody. Okay, I'm leaving now, by the But she's back. And now. Chick-fil-A is completely overrated. It's not that good. I prefer Zaxby's. I prefer Popeye's. Takes a tough man to make a tender forecast, Nick. And I guess that's me. <laughs> Keep fucking that chicken. For, should I vote for Dick Cheney on the Libertarian Party? Do yes. I have an obligation to vote for Dick Cheney? I would say so. Yes. Well, did it work for those people? <laughs> no, it never does. I mean, these people somehow delude themselves into thinking it might, but... <laughs> but it might work for us. That one dude was like, not a podcast, I can't find it anywhere, and they don't have video. <laughs> oh, yeah, Peter Janky, yeah. He's... Yeah, I blocked him. I'll do it. If he unblocks me, I'll, I'll... He'll buy your shirt if you unblock him, Bert. He's a wigger. Yeah, nothing cooler than so a 49-year-old wigger. Like, yeah, I just started I live streaming. Cut me some slack. I'm fucking... I'm pretty high-tech for a boomer. Uh, but anyways... I'm a boomer. I,